Um, hello and welcome to another solo edition of the old tuna boot, the boot that you can tune. I'm Dougal. I'll be here today for the next half an hour. Feeling a bit under the weather today. Um, it's Monday the 13th of December, two days before my birthday and I've only went and got a throat thing. Uh, no, no COVID on the lateral flows, so that's good, but... Yeah, there's a bit of a throaty thing going on in my mouth just now, and it's it's not very pleasant, um, I don't think. I am woefully underprepared for this episode, so we're going to see what happens. How has everyone been? Have you enjoyed the last couple of episodes? I don't know what we're doing to get us through to the new year. Today is the day that Jim moves, so he'll be moving through to big old Glasgow town. We'll miss him here in Edinburgh. I'm now the last podcaster situated in Edinburgh from Tunaboot. Obviously, there are other podcasters who podcast from Edinburgh. But now it's only me, little old me, stuck in Edinburgh for forever, probably. Um, Well, forever in terms of my life, not forever in terms of forever. Feeling a bit, I don't know, a bit down, maybe. A bit hungover, but yeah trying to get the enthusiasm and the energy up, and I don't know if I will manage it. Um, so I had a couple of ideas what to do today, and I decided to think about none of them further. I was going to... I actually had an idea where I was going to interview, like make a character or something like that, and interview a character. Um, and then Jim interviewed himself. So that, that took that off. Um, then I was thinking, oh, I could write something. I could write a wee short story or something and put that up. Decided against doing that out of sheer laziness. And Liam's third secret episode, for some reason he has to do a trilogy, that, that's probably taken that up. So, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. Um, been watching a lot of TV recently. With the old COVID going up and a bit more free time. Um, so I might talk about some TV. I am now a qualified first aider, which is exciting. So I can, you know, if any of you are listening to this and a bit of first aid is needed, I could talk to you about that. Will I? I don't know. Um, it's been a... Been a good old year for television, I reckon, um, and film to a certain extent. But there, yeah, I've like I set myself this challenge when lockdown started because you know what we do, we always binge the stuff that we've already watched and like, oh, I'm gonna watch Friends for the umpteenth time, or I'm gonna watch The U.S. Office, or It's Always Sunny. Um, and I, I was in a horrible habit of always rewatching stuff and never really finding anything new. So I started actually writing a list of all the new stuff I wanted to watch. And it's gone quite well. I'm getting, I go through phases where it's like, ah, will we just chuck on MasterChef again? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, that's cool. Anything with Gordon Ramsay? Oh, will we just watch Modern Family again? Yeah, why not? But out with that, I've genuinely been quite good. This last week I watched years and years and It's a Sin, doing doing the old uh, Russell T Davies 
week, obviously, is coming back to Doctor Who, and I'm a massive Doctor Who fan, so I was very excited. Thought I'd give a bash a couple of the things that he's been doing that interested me. Like, it's a very British scandal and stuff like that. Don't don't appeal to me. I'm not into that sort of drama style thing. But years and years, fantastic bit of television. Set over five years. Both. Well, it's it starts in 2019 and goes to 2032. But the main bulk of it's set between 2024 and 2029. And it's a harrowing story that thankfully hasn't as of yet come true. But there's always a chance that there's a Vivian Rook waiting in the winds of our politics. Which I'd prefer not to have at some point. Because they are just wankers, really. Uh, It's a Sin, obviously, about the HIV crisis... And it, it 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 broke me, that show. Broke me down. Made me very upset. I was very pondering. I watched the last episode at about half five this morning when I woke up. And yeah, bawling my eyes out by the end. Excellently done. Fucking hell. People are bad. That's what that's what Ross tells us. Russell T. Davies is reminding us that that, that there's a there's a vast minority out there of awful awful people um so that was quite an interesting one to watch having a look through the list i might talk about a few more that i quite enjoyed that i didn't enjoy what was the one um let's have a look we'll go from the ones i might remember a bit better well obviously doctor who on there the new series flux uh the big chris chibs chibnall's last series it was pretty good um, the Weeping Angels episode was fantastic and that cliffhanger um yeah, haunted me. I was I watched the whole series again up to that point after watching that cliffhanger because I was I was shook. Shooken shooketh to Makor. Uh but I the last two episodes I dunno, I think there's too much going on in it. So it just sort of it collapsed inwards on itself. Um, I think it was a little bit too ambitious for a six-episode story. But, really quite... Really, I mean, a good story and something exciting, which it sort of needed. And you've obviously got the next one um, on New Year's, which looks quite interesting. I'm interested to see how they wrap up Jodie Whittaker's era, because she's awesome. Well worth a watch. Um, hi. Old Chibs. Chrissy Chibnall. I'm not sure how I feel about his doctor, to be honest with you. Don't know if he's particularly my type or not for it. I like the, you know, wide stories of Stephen Moffat. Like, I like Stephen Moffat. I think he's a great writer. So, really quite, yeah, mixed bag for me. Somewhere ace, uh, the whole Timeless Children and Fugitive Doctor is mysterious and it is exciting. So I quite like that, but the 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 some of it's just not not well done i don't think i think it's some of the lowest rated fan rated anyway doctor episodes that we've had in quite a while um but there are still people out there who hate the mobster and i i i really like the mobster you've had this year the in over lockdown, the emergence of more streaming places, your Apple TVs and your Disney Pluses. Apple TV, a steal off friend of the podcast, Ewan, 
Shouts to Ewan. Hi, how are you? Couple of cracking things in there. Ted Lasso is one of the best shows. Period. Like, it just is. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is just, like, insanely heartwarming. And I love him. And I just... You don't need to know what football's all about. It probably helps if you don't know much about football. Um... Ted Lasso, however, did ruin the podcast film to be buried with with Brett Goldstein because he sounds so different from the guy he plays in Ted Lasso that I just I, my brain wouldn't allow me to to entertain that thought for the time being. I'll try it again at some point, but you know, I just I don't think it was working at that time. This is just me reviewing things now, so <laughs> this is this is what's happening. What else was did I watch? Uh, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest was really good. Rob, old Robbie McElhinney uh, of It's Always Sunny fame and Abed from Community. If you don't watch many sitcoms, these are just words that, that you won't... This might not be interesting. But both Community and It's Always Sunny are very good shows, so you should watch them both. Uh, yeah, Mythic Quest, really good. Really, really good, actually. Thoroughly enjoyable. I thought the main woman, the Australian comedian, and her name escapes me, tread the bounds of annoyingness quite a lot, but wasn't annoying. She's not like on a scale for me, personally, where you've got Rebel Wilson or Melissa McCarthy or, you know, one of those. Not quite up there, but getting a bit, just sometimes a bit like, oh, could just... I did, you know, a bit too much. My brain wouldn't didn't handle it to the best of my abilities. Watched all thirty one seasons of The Simpsons on Disney Plus. That was good. It's really good. There's a reason it's been going for so long. Anyone who says it got rubbish after season twelve hasn't watched season thirteen. You know, you got to give it time and try and watch it all. And really go into it. Well, you don't, but I, I did. I did it for you. That's my review on it. Pretty good. Very good show. I haven't watched season 32 yet. Going to go on to that next. As well, on uh, the old Disney Plus, you had all the Marvel shows. WandaVision was stunning. If you haven't watched WandaVision, then you've been under a rock, I reckon, at this point. Because it was huge. That and uh, Loki as well was really good. Really, really good. I actually, I've really enjoyed all of them and I'm a bit of a Marvel fan myself. Really like it. No Way Home comes out in two days. I will be livid if my sore throat turns out to be a COVID thing and I can't go and see it on my birthday because that's all I want to do. And I'm being sensible. I'm doing the lateral flows and stuff. But I will be absolutely fuming. Fuming out of my arse which isn't a saying but I've said it now uh, what if as well the cartoon Marvel one that's all the different what if this happened what if you know J Tony Stark was a zombie the zombies episode was quite creepy I'm terrified of zombies so that was a tough one to watch but really quite really quite good pardon me no, it's one of these that I won't edit, so that's in that's that's in there for you all to hear again and again and again. Uh, the star of the lockdown viewings in the game show world was Taskmaster, 100%. Just finished the new season, season 12, I want to say. Uh, yeah, absolutely unreal. 
it's the best thing that Liam's ever said is watch Taskmaster when I finally decided to um, when I finally decided to listen to him which doesn't happen very often what else have we watched I'm just going up and down them now Fargo the TV show that was really good um, who is it Noah Crawley who also wrote uh, Legion which is like an X-Men offshoot sort of thing Legion was really good, really funky storytelling, some interesting scenes. And when, uh, what's his name? Julian Clement. Is that his name? The guy from Flight of the Concords. And what we do in the shadows. He has a rap uh, battle with uh, Jason Mantazoukas. Yeah, that was, that's a, that's a moment. That's a moment that you're happy you've seen. I think. Oh, the Watchmen, the Watchmen limited series, that was amazing as well. Very poignant again. Uh, it was heavy viewing really on this. Uh, in between that, though, you've got a touch of cloth, which is really very funny. John Hanna being a um, detective, and they're just all going. They rinse into the detective genre in a way that I think is just fucking awesome. Brassic. The, uh, what's his name? The bloke, uh, the bloke, Rudy from Misfits. He, he's the main guy. Very funny. <laughs> I haven't watched season three yet. I'm running out of steam. What was the other thing I said I might do? I might do that instead now. I'm getting bored of this pretty quickly. Yeah. Lots of different telly going on. Uh, I watch Shite as well, so it's, you know, there's bits. I May Destroy You. That was, uh, Michaela Cohen. Whoo! Oh, and then you had, right, this is the last one I'm going to go on to, and then I'll chat about something else, because it was uh, Prodigal Son, uh, which was a Liam recommendation. Now, Liam's usually quite good for these recommendations, but he does watch an absolute ton of utter shit. And it was just like an American procedural where occasionally Michael Sheen came onto the screen, and it was like, oh, that's cool, it's Michael Sheen. And... Oh, it's a, a son of a serial killer who talks to his dad occasionally. And that was about it. There was one one really quite interesting moment near the end. But it didn't feel like it was worth 18 episodes to get there. You know, I prefer a 6 or a 5 episode or a 10, a push episode season. You know, because you, you don't need to do, deal with all this filler nonsense. When you're going that. Um, I've never understood filler television. Like, it doesn't make sense, surely. No, like, you've got a season, you've got your arc, you've got your story, and you go to the studio and go, it's a 13 episode story. And then they go, well, you know, can we make it 24? We've got 24 slots, 24 nights slots needing filled. And you go, not really. And then what are they going to go? Well, we'll we'll need to we'll spend more money and make you write utter useless episodes of nothingness yeah I and mean, what why why does that even enter the mind that that's a good idea because it's stupid some filler episodes are fine most of them can go fuck themselves i think it's fair to say not so much in comedies, because comedy is basically just filler episode after filler episode with a very loose arc over the top of the series. But your 
like dramas and stuff like that it takes away from the pacing and the intrigue and all that and it's just like why have you why have you backed yourself into this particular corner it makes zero and i mean that zero sense so i went to first aid training as well uh, shouts to all the guys on the first aid training i've forgotten all your names and you'll never listen to this podcast so it was in Durham. It was lovely. I got to go down to Durham. Uh, when I say Durham enough times, it sounds like I'm just like doing bad jokes, isn't it? Durham. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like you're getting you're getting told to shush every time you say Durham, but then they go like, oh, Durham. And then something about that was a rubbish joke. I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, I didn't write anything for a short story. I first aid training was fine. It was, you know, lots of stories about everyone dying from everything. It's quite scary when they say, like, oh, you know, a bloke stepped on a cocktail stick and he died a month later. And you're like, did he, though? He must have. Sure, I mean, you know, he could have. I just wouldn't expect it to be from the cocktail stick. Unless it got really badly infected. But I suppose people can if you cut yourself and then blood poisoning and all that. Bit of a depressing subject, isn't it? There's some really interesting stuff that comes up. And, you know, grounding techniques. um, Interesting bits and bobs like that for panic attacks. Which is kind of poignant at this time of year with, uh, you know, people being a bit more... Set maybe folk struggling with uh, Omicron coming back into the world. Well, not coming back into the world, just coming into the world. It's kind of, aye, it's a bit of a, ooh, oh no, ah, run, run away. Why are we running away? I don't know, from the virus. Can't run from a virus though, can you? That Well, you, you can, but... That sort of... It's not really how it works, I don't think, anyway. Yeah. I did the first aid training for my promotion at my job. I'm now one of the head honchos. Got that tomorrow. Unless it's... You know, unless I'm stuck here. And then we're going to do Christmassy things, I think. I think we're doing a Christmas episode over the next week. It depends when we can all get together. Or it's going to be some mad mishmash of mystery. All the M's, a bit of alliteration, the mad mismash, marinating, mildly, marooned, massively. Marinating, mildly, and marooned, massively is going to be the name of my autobiography, I reckon. Um, yeah, it's, not, it's a bit sad that Jim and Liam are leaving us. Not leaving us, not leaving the podcast, we're... We're still very much going to be doing this together because I can't do this weekly. It's a bit rubbish. It's sort of turning into like a just stream of consciousness 38 minutes where I've got no... This is turning into one of Jim's episodes, to be honest with you, where he's talking about different things. You know, things he hates, usually. He's a very spiteful man, is our Jim. <laughs> i tell you what I hate. I hate when, you know, if you're walking down the street and you've got a tourist in front of you, very prominent in Edinburgh. Maybe that's why Jim and Liam have moved. 
you get the tourists and they just stop suddenly and you like bang into them and it's it's just horrible i was gonna say it's bang out of order but i decided against it and then said it anyway so yeah i wouldn't recommend it if you're walking down edinburgh and there's a big hairy bloke behind you 90 percent chance it'll be me hairiest man in edinburgh three years in a row now which is exciting i get in the gong next weekend along with our prizes for most influential podcasters uh, in the Marionville Road setting, which is lovely. Um, I didn't I didn't ever expect us. I thought the WrestleRig boys with their fourth EP podcast. Fourth EP podcast? Doesn't make sense. Anyway, gone to a few gigs recently as well. Went to see Swim School on Saturday. Massive shouts to Swim School. Absolutely unreal gig. And it made me think, when do giggy people, bands as we call them, cross that line between playing sold out venues but then becoming the big band and having that big band mentality? Because Swim School did something that I have rarely, if ever, seen in a small hundred odd person venue. And that is they stopped they went away from the microphone lead singer put her head away from the microphone and everyone sang while she was and they sang her lyrics to her and i feel like that must have been one of the first times they were able to do that like flinging the picks into the crowd everyone was jumping everyone was jumping i mean honestly it was pretty insane i really enjoyed it it was really, really good. Went to see Spires as well. Both of these bands you might have heard in our hungover review of Transmit. I'd, yeah, went to see these two bands and bought tickets after Transmit. And again, both absolutely stunning. Great bands, great live acts. There's big things coming for them, so keep your eyes peeled. This is an our reason I'll be annoyed if my throat goes, if my throat goes all COVIDy on us. Um, is that we've got Cassidy booked on the 23rd of December and I I can't wait. There's two things that I'm excited for in December and none of them are, um, you know, directly related to Christmas at all. Um, or my birthday, really. One's going to see the new Spider-Man film and one's going to see Cassidy. It's a bit mad. I went to see Vistas as well. Vistas were good, but... I figured out as well, and it's something that I've not actually felt. Well, maybe I have, but I don't actively remember feeling this in a gig. Like, I'm really enjoying this gig, but 45 minutes of that band's enough. I don't need to listen to Vistas for an hour and 15 minutes. It gets a bit tired, to be honest, at that point. So, I'm a, yeah, I'm a 45-minute Vistas man. And I think next time I listen to them, I might try it and try and, like, ease myself up maybe so that the next time they're touring I can get to the hour um without going I've just I'm I'm fine at this point you know like I'm absolutely fine I've had enough but yeah so a couple of gigs anyone else I've been to see not really La Fontaine's in November very good very very good great wee atmosphere that they had going on uh, and at two of those gigs, the lead singer from Father Son's been there, Ross Lee, and he was at La Fontaine's and he was at Vista's. 
Liam and Louise went to Vistas on the first and I went on the second. And when they were there on the first, they met him and got very excited and, you know, all the fan fanboying about him. I've met him a couple of times. Not that he'll remember us, but shout out Ross if you're listening. Uh, and I walked in behind him at the Vistas gig. And, you know, there's plenty of room to talk and to be, you know, hello, how are you, Ross? Hiya. Good music. You know, I like I like it. And he would have, you know, been a true gentleman and probably went, yeah, thank you very much. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm quite fond of it as well. But what actually happened is I stared at him for a while as we were walking up the stairs and then at the gig and then didn't talk to him at all because that just seems very uncouth talking to a stranger. And I don't know, there's that bit in my brain that's just like, don't bother the man, like, he's a bit busy. It's like, if someone noticed me from our podcast, A, shocked, because, you know, hard to notice on a podcast and none of our pictures are really kicking about on the old socials, as well, I don't know if I'd... Like, I'd be chuffed, to be honest, actually. I'd love it. If folk, like, from plays and stuff, they go, you wrote that play? And I go, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> the once that that's happened, and it was a friend. So doesn't even really count. But I, I just, like, I don't know. I don't know. The more that you get it, the more tiresome it becomes, surely. Because, like, I, who wants that? You know those mornings that you walk down a street and you're like, um, no, don't talk to me. You walk past someone. I don't know if it's just me who do that. I am an anti-social bugger at the best of times. Even doing this, even having to talk in a room to myself feels like talking to someone else. And I could not be arsed today <laughs> at all. The idea of having to put any sort of effort into conversation just was a big no-go for today. You know, you've got, like, your friend doopy-doopy-doop down one side of the street, and then you've got me doop-do-do-do-do down the other side, and you sort of have a look. And so I'll, I'll very often, and honestly with you, turn away or turn down a side street. I've went round blocks to avoid talking to someone who I knew who was right in front of me while I was walking. I've extended my walk. I've been late because I don't want to talk to someone. So... It's a it's a weird dichotomy that between like wanting to wanting to chat, wanting missing people, to oh fuck, it's just not the right day, and I don't know if that's like this has turned into a therapy a therapy therapy session now, for me, where I talk about my latent um <laughs> latent antisocial behaviour. It's not like I'm not hoodlumming and. You know, I'm not out smashing the rich and giving to the poor and all that. I'm just... I just sometimes really don't like talking to people. And as I said, I don't really like talking to myself sometimes because I speak a load of shit for the most part. Um, so I, I'm a bit hungover as well. I'm not hungover. I should be hungover today, but I think I've narrowly escaped it and just feel a bit... Ooh, I think that's why you can't judge like the sore throat and the not feeling great on the one day. Got to check it tomorrow because I was out drinking with a friend of the podcast, MJ Supplies, Marty, the other day there. Oh, fuck. I didn't do a sponsor for this, did I? Um, It's sponsored by Nikki Chews. 
post-it blues. And what they are is they're just blue post-it notes um, by a woman called Nikki Chu. Um, and she her, she chews them a little bit. So they're like slightly... It's not adhesive on the top. It's just her gobs from chewing the post-it notes a little bit before you stick them up somewhere. She's not doing too well. There we go. Sponsor at the end. That's, that's you know, that's something. Yeah, I was with Marty last night and it was that weird moment, you know, where you just... Not... But like, you know, just... I, I don't mean to do these fucking sound effects and they actually do my tits in. So I don't know why I'm doing that because isn't anything about what happened. What happened is I was absolutely fine. I was a bit pished. And then I just went full scale drunk. It was like being on drugs or something like it just went boof and i'm out of there you know uh, so yeah it was a bit of a weird one waking up this morning and going holy shit like i must have been in my bed at half nine like i was out for the count so thank you very much for putting up with us belfield brewery but yeah i don't know i don't know what happened just utterly smashed within a second I wish that happened earlier on nights that I wanted to get smashed. Like, because if you go out and you're trying to drink, sometimes it just doesn't work. Whereas, that one, I went out for a couple of drinks and some food with Marty. And then 12 hours later, I'm still... I'm, I'm absolutely un, unashamedly pissed. Well, 12 hours later, I was sleeping about 9 hours later. But 9 hours of solid drinking with Marty. And Marty can drink, he can hold himself, you know. Uh, shouts, you know, to MJ Supplies and old Marty. And Coops didn't join us, but he's been mentioned earlier on the podcast. So yeah, we had an email from Danny, which is very exciting as well. So I will be, or from Anonymous, as, as it says, which is, you know, ruined now, really, because I said his name. I think it was from Danny. I'm not entirely sure. That I think we should read on one of our... Because it's nice to get a correspondent. I think we should read it on one of our other podcasts. So, yeah. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? I don't know what's going to happen next. All I know is that going head-barreling... Not just barreling. Head-fucking-barreling through into January... We are going to get going with season five. If you're a listener and you'd like to be on the show, give us an email and we'll get you on. We guess it. You can replace Jim. Because Jim brings a lot of negativity to the room some points. I'm just with his general, well, that was a load of shite end comments. And, I, you know, we'll, we'll audition around, see if anyone else... If there's any Edinburgh-based people who would like to start a podcast with me and mean that I don't need to travel through to my pal's place in Glasgow, that would be great. I did have an idea where I would get a bunch of random folk on and pretend that we were all fighting. Uh, Like, we were, uh, Jim and Liam and me were fighting and uh, I was trying to groom two people into the new Jim and Liam. And I might do that at some point. But again, that would have been more effort than me just talking for 30 minutes and submitting this as an episode of some description and the description will just be Dougal Talks for 32 minutes and that's about it 
as I mentioned earlier, going to see the old Cassidy in a couple of weeks. So my album recommended, there was a random gym gap there and I've got no idea why I did it. That's fine. So my album recommendation for this week is going to be Cassidy's debut album, Hope Street. which just was released on limited edition vinyl. So if you can find your hands, if you can find your hands, then put them in your pockets, get your money out and go and buy that vinyl. It's a fantastic album from start to finish. Not one bad tune on there. I have no idea if I've had that as an album of the week before, but I just wanted to do it again because, you know, I'm going to see them soon. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. I don't know what that was either. Um, Like, subscribe probably. Not after this. Don't listen to this one again. This is a one and done one. Uh, the production values went down from my last solo episode. Um, and the effort as well. To Well, no, I made that up on the spot as well. Just fancied a chat. Get some stuff out, I suppose. But I didn't fancy a chat as well, because I said that during the last half hour. Nothing planned. Just old Dougal sitting having a chat. Um, if this is the last episode you're listening to before Christmas, happy Christmas. This is the last episode you're listening to before New Year. Happy New Year. This is the last episode you're listening to before Valentine's Day. You you know, well, happy Valentine's Day. Either way, have a good holiday and all that. Stay safe. It's all a bit scary again. So please, you know, look after everyone. See what happens. We'll all get through it. British, yay. All that stuff. (laughs) British, yay. Not even that proud to be British, to be honest with you, so that meant less than nothing. Yeah. If you, again, email mrtunaboot at gmail.com. Come back next week and more than one of us might be here. Or it might just be one of us. It might be something totally different. Who knows? That's the joy of Tuna Boot. You know as much as we do about what's coming next. And that says everything. Um, keep scooshing it. Scooshing it and bullushing it. Good night. Should I be? Scoosh, scoosh, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>